morning, everybody. We are the Lake Norman Catholic Guys. Broadcasting from beautiful Lake Norman, North Carolina. And as I walk through the shadow, your love surrounds me. With your hosts, Paul Bartman and Sal Marino. Today's podcast topic is the Black Madonna, the lady from Cheskahova. Today's podcast, as I mentioned, uh, is about the Black Madonna and Our Lady from Cheskahova. So I thought um, this would be an awesome one for a podcast. Uh, I'm biased because I'm from a Catholic, um, I, or I'm from uh, being Polish, <coughs> and um, uh, background and culture, and so uh, the Black Madonna is part of our heritage and part of our culture. Um, and my faith, yep, and um, my godmother actually um, educated me about this. I a couple of years ago had no clue that this even existed, and her and her husband actually traveled to Cheskahova and uh, Desna Gora to um, as w- one of their uh, visits to um, to visit it, and she said it was truly amazing. So if you ever get the chance, if you're ever in Poland, if you're ever in Europe put this on your bucket list to go visit. Yeah. It, um, is, it is the second most uh, visited uh, Catholic shrine in the uh, Catholic Church. Yep, next to Lourdes. Yep, <coughs> Lourdes is the first. So um, just some background about it. And we'll be talking about um, this. It's a painting uh, of Madonna, and, the, uh, and she's holding Jesus, the baby Jesus. Um, and it's a black color, um, and it was painted by St. Luke uh, from the Gospel, St. Luke the Evangelist. And the story goes um, that he painted it on a tabletop of Cyprus that was built by uh, Jesus. Um, and he took it from that, that piece of Cyprus, that wood, from the Holy Family's house. And you hear different stories. That some people said he built he built a, the um, table. Some say it was built by Jesus. Um, in any event, um, it was painted on there. And um, and I'm not certain of the size. I don't think it's that big of a size of a painting. But he painted it uh, with with Mary. And so she was talking about the the um, with him while he was doing the painting about um, life of Jesus. And so that's where he was inspired to, to write. write the Gospels, was when he was doing this painting. So interesting, very like, interesting. So I, I didn't know any mm-hmm. of that before reading into this. So uh, truly a learning experience for myself along the way. And so as part of that, um, after it was done, um, I think Saint Helena was in Jerusalem. She was looking for, I think, the uh, the the cross and the Holy Grail, 
and she came because she was a gatherer of, of collector of, of yeah fine antiquities yeah and Christian relics yep and so she took it and um, took it back to uh, Constantinople right and, and to to her son and then he um, gifted it yep to a a Greek prince who was marrying a Ruthian noble woman. And it, I think they were in Ukraine, right? Yep. Present-day um, Ukraine, yep. Um, which kind of ties with what's going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. And, and that, that is the history behind the whole um, Lady of Fatima. And yeah. And, and so um, it was there for a while, and then that uh, their kingdom was under siege. And at one point, an arrow came through and struck her in the throat. And the story goes that she, the Madonna caused a kind of a fog or a, a kind of a confusion over this army, and they started attacking each other. Yep, it was the Tartars. <coughs> yeah. Attacked the fortress. And so he had a vision, the king, to then take it, and the vision told him to take it to where it presently is today in Cheskohova. For safekeeping. Yep. For safekeeping. And it's been there since Ever what, since. 1386? Yep. Um, so there's a monastery there at Jazdagora, um, and monks built a shrine for it. So it's been there uh, since. And in 1430, um, the monastery was under attack. Yep, once again by the Once Hussite again raiders. by the Hussites. And what's amazing about this is they were trying to steal it, and they damaged Well, the a soldier struck it tw uh, twice, two uh, sword swipes at the Madonna, and he um, apparently died instantly. Yes, and he struck it. And, and if you look at the painting, um, I wish we had video, but if you this could... It's a podcast, Paul. We can't. We don't have video of the... <laughs> and I don't think they had video back then to so show exactly. Um, so, so if you look at her face, the, the scratches are still there. Yep. And, you know, priests and <clears throat> I think even the Pope said that kind of shows her suffering. And, but it, it also shows us that she's confiding in us. It's, it's her intercession. Yeah, it's, it, it's her intercession, uh, which, which she is known for. She right. intercedes on our behalf and protected them in the time of need. Right. So. And, and so um, another interesting point about that, it was not always black. No. So that, that black was uh, from the obviously being on display and, and venerating her, uh, the candles that they burned actually turned uh, from the soot, turned her um, complexion black. Right. And they've done multiple multiple uh, times to try to clean it and change it. It constantly comes back. They can't get rid of it. And the same with the scars. Yep. So they've tried to, to re kind of, uh, um, I guess, uh, I know it's a loss of words, but um, tried to fix it and, and clean yep. it up. Uh, the image, and it always comes back. Yep. And the scars, like the, they, the scars, they did try to attempt to fix those scars, remove them, um, and couldn't do it. Uh, multiple um, popes have visited her. Yep. Every pope that visits to Poland has been a visit that site. Right. And Pope Clement officially recognizes her as a miracle, uh, uh, as an image, and symbolized her as the protector of the the country of Poland. Yep. Um, and 
Pope Paul II, or Pope John Paul, I'm sorry, II has visited her multiple times. Yep. Um, and then along with that, <coughs> um, Maximo Kobe has been there multiple times yep. to visit her. And since they brought, uh, the, the cool thing about it, when, when you uh, hear some of the miracles associated with that, so when the icon was brought to Poland, Our Lady had interceded a number of times for the Polish people. Uh, just one modern-day example, in May 1979, many faithful held what became known as the Siege of Jericho at the Shrine of Our Lady of uh, Czechoslovakia. They prayed continuous rosaries for the intention that the co communist Polish government would relax its restrictions on the visit of Pope John Paul II to his native land. On May 7th, the Polish government unexpe uh, unexpectedly relented and dropped the major obstacles that were preventing the Pope's visit. We now know the fire that Pope St. John Paul lit with his bold proclamation of the gospel behind enemy lines and how large a role he played in the most remarkable, peaceful revolution of the 20th century, eventually even bringing down communism in Poland uh, and the Soviet Union. So with his prayers and intercession, he was able to bring down communism in Poland. Which so is totally amazing that that's all tied together, right? Yep. And if you think about Maximal Kolbe, he visited her multiple times, and he had a vision. Um, if you re read the story, um, and he stepped in, um, you know, Mary had a vision to him when he was in uh, the concentration camp in terms of uh, his role um, to help people yep. and, and what he was supposed to do. So all this is linked together uh, to, to, to our, our Virgin Mary uh, from that. Yep. Um, <clears throat> and also, if you look at her holding Jesus, she's protecting him. She's holding him, and her left hand is pointing to him. So there's symbolism there in terms of, from the painting from St. Luke, her role as a mother, and, and there's subtlety in that painting in terms of her role in the life of Jesus. She's a protector yep. of him. She was pointing to him in terms of, you know, as a save, you know, as our savior, and and so there's there's even meaning, the way her hands are, and the way she's holding, the baby Jesus. Yep. And even baby with his hand, uh, obviously uh, held up to her, in the picture. So, right. <coughs> obviously Jesus uh, and Mary, obviously Mary played a, a pivotal role in the life of Jesus every step of the way all the way up to not only his uh, crucifixion but to uh, his resurrection and being there for the apostles holding them together to start the uh, obviously the church of Jesus Christ and so you start looking at that and you're thinking I, I always wonder what these people really look like and what they really looked like at the time and so Luke painted it I was like hmm I wonder if Mary really looked like that and 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 you start thinking you're like <clears throat> you know because he that was him that was being his the closest. perspective though that, that's the one thing that, like with any art you got to take it in in the mindset that that's the perspective of the artist and as Jesus picked the, the apostles he picked every apostle based upon their mindset their views what they did and they knew that they were going to appeal to a certain you know um, group of individuals and that's that's what I think you see here, right? Obviously, how he sees, how he venerates Mary, and how he holds her up. 
Right. Which is just, it's totally amazing, right? Yeah. Um, from that standpoint. But so. again, it shows that um, the power of prayer and the ability of Mary to intercede on behalf of us. One where in, obviously, these desperate times, uh, there's despair. Um, you're thinking that, uh, obviously, it's darkest times, but she, she shows the way. And I think that's the, what, what the biggest takeaway from right. a lot of these miracles. Trust in her. Trust in prayer. She will listen to us and intercede, uh, obviously, our prayers through her son, Jesus Christ. Right. So, um, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, um, I'm uh, from Polish descent um, on my mother's side. And um, my godmother um, shared this with me. Um, she said it was truly inspirational. And she says as you pull up into the monastery, she says she was saying how amazing and the feeling you get from just pulling up um, and, and in your heart. And you could just feel her presence. And she says it's a different feeling than you'll ever feel Ever. Absolutely. <coughs> ab absolutely. And, and the inspiration. Then when you actually see her, and it's a small, she says, not that big of a painting, so you can easily miss it. And um, she says, just amazing. Yeah, and, and I, I think uh, from, obviously, the miracles associated with uh, this through prayers, where as opposed to Lourdes, where the continuous flowing water, not everybody that visits the site um, has been healed by the waters of Lourdes. But every person that has been there has said exactly what uh, you said about even this site. The feeling and the takeaway of peace, calmness, uh, uh, just being in that spot where obviously Mary uh, has such a large presence. And she said you'd see all walks of life, young and old. And she said it wasn't just old people. She said it was a lot of young. And she said the majority, over half, were young people, um, high schoolers, um, 20s, 30s. And she said people walking up on their knees, hands and knees, up to it to pray. Yep. And she said it was just inspirational. People were just bowing and, down. And that's the thing. It was funny reading a lot of the uh, information about, um, obviously, the Black Madonna. It was interesting, one of the takes of um, one of the writers where he mentioned the idea of vacation has only been around, he said, for about 200 years. So the uh, idea that people now take vacation and visit a place like this is amazing. So typically we think of vacation as, oh, I'm going to go to the beach and relax. No, people are actually taking their vacation time to visit uh, sites such as this to uh, be closer to God, to be closer to uh, Jesus Christ, and obviously uh, um, venerate the Holy Ma uh, Mary and these uh, types of shrines. So I hope you found um, this podcast interesting. I hope you found it educational. I hope we shared something new for you today. Yep. And feel free to do your own research on the, the Black Madonna. And, and like I said, learn your saints and uh, special events that happen in our, our faith. Yeah. So I um, want to thank everybody. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for um, following us. And um, God bless and have a great day. God bless.